0: Felt like by the time you get through one thing, something else is breaking out? Do you often feel like you're in the fight of your life, but not just for your life, but for the life of your husband or your wife or the life of your children, your family members, or even the life of your friends? Well, the truth of the matter is, you are. There's a war going on, but if you think you can win this war by passively sitting still or with a natural weapon, you are sadly mistaken. There is only one way to win this war. You must first put on your armor, position yourself to stand, and pray without ceasing. It is only by the power of prayer can you be victorious. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today is the conclusion of our five-part series entitled The Power of Prayer. Part five, prayer is the battleground. We'll be talking today about spiritual warfare and standing in the gap let's wrap our key scripture today is going to be coming from ephesians the sixth chapter beginning at the 10th verse through the 18th verse finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of darkness of this world "'against spiritual wickedness in high places. "'Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, "'that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. "'Having done all to stand, stand therefore, "'having your lines girt about with truth "'and having on the breastplate of righteousness, "'and your feet showed with the preparation "'of the gospel of peace. "'Above all, taking the shield of faith, "'wherewith ye are able to quench "'the fiery darts of the wicked.' Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We see that in this scripture, the Apostle Paul is clearly preparing the br- brothers for a warfare. Finally, my brother, he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So the first thing that we have to know is that we're not standing in our might. The apostle Paul clearly told the brothers that they need to be strong, who strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, that it was so important that we as believers of God put on the whole armor of God. Why? So that we may be able to stand against the tricks of the devil. One thing I have learned throughout this Christian journey is that the enemy, his number one trick is to make us as believers think that we're not in a battle. So we see the Apostle Paul was getting the brothers ready, letting them know what they needed to do, that they needed to put on the whole armor of God. But we can't be confused thinking that just because we put on the armor of God, that that's the battle. Putting on the armor of God is not the battle. It is only preparation for the battle. Going into a battle, it is extremely important that we be prepared. Not only are we prepared with the proper armor on, we have to be prepared knowing what type of battle we are going into. When we look at our key scripture in Ephesians 6 and 12, we can clearly see that verse 12 is letting us know that we are not fighting a natural battle, but this thing is spiritual. The Bible tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, letting us know we're not wrestling against uh, our brother, our sister, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So since we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, and we come to the understanding and the realization that now we are wrestling against spiritual wickedness of dark ages, a spiritual host in heavenly places, how do we wrestle against them? You ask? We wrestle against them in prayer. As a believer and the army of Christ, the way that we win and advance in this battle is going to be by marching on our knees. In part one of our five-part series, The Power of Prayer, I we started out this series by telling you that prayer is the key. Prayer is the key to everything that we need in our life. So many of you are being defeated. Why? Because you're not yet in the battle. You're standing on a battling ground, but it's a physical ground. You have not yet reached the battlefield. Some of you are still, after all this time, Thinking that your battle is with your neighbor or the battle is with your co worker or the battle is with those who you think that don't like you. I stopped by to tell you that Apostle Paul said that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against principality, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You have to get this church to know that when the sister or the brother or the neighbor is coming against you, it's not the physical person, it is the enemy that is working through that person. I also found out that many times we are defeated because we only have on part of the armor. We've left off important pieces of the armor. So every time we do make it, if you advance enough to get onto the battlefield, you find yourself getting injured. Why? Because we don't have on the whole armor of God. He said, put on the whole armor that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, to be able to stand against the tricks of the devil. That lets me know that if I have Uh, my lawns girded with the belt of truth. So I have on the belt of truth to speak truth, but I don't have on the helmet of salvation. The enemy is able to attack my mind in that belt of truth that I do know that I have on. He can take and distort the truth with my thinking. It's important that we put on the whole armor. We have to have on the helmet of salvation. We have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We have to stand in righteousness, stand for that which is right. We have to put on the belt of truth. We have to keep our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel peace. Every single piece of the armor is extremely important in this warfare that we are now in. Another thing that may be causing many of you to be defeated today is that you have on the whole armor, but now you're too afraid to jump onto the battlefield. Remember, prayer is the battleground. So when a situation or a circumstance arises in your life, you are completely dressed in the armor, but you're finding yourself turning to the things of the world. Maybe you're turning to natural weapons. Maybe you're turning to alcohol bottle. Maybe you decided you're going to turn to your friend when well, you need to turn to God in prayer. Prayer is the battlefield. When I think about the text of Daniel of the 10th chapter and the 10th verse, Daniel um, had prayed and he mourned and he fasted for three long weeks. He had no answer. And then we see that we learn why he didn't get an answer. The Bible says the angel tells him that the prayers of his words were heard, that that's why the angel came, because he heard his words. However, the prince of Persia withstood the angel for 21 days. And then Michael, the archangel came to help him as Daniel wrestled in prayer against principalities and against powers. Prayer is the major battleground in this spiritual warfare that we're in. Another very important strategy that we need to know uh, while we're... One thing we have to know is we have to be alert. And we have to be, like I told you in in part three of this five-part series, we have to pray with persistency and consistency. 1 Peter 5 and 8 tells us, be vigilant, watch your adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. So we see in first Peter, he's telling us that we have to be watchful. We have to be not only watchful, but we have to be vigilant. Vigilant mean we have to be on guard at all times. Not, we have to watch as well as be on guard. Because why? Because our adversary, because Satan, because the devil, he is as a roaring lion going around to and fro looking for somebody to devour. So guess what? He's looking for you. He's looking for your children. He's looking for your wife. He's looking for your family members. He's looking for your friend seeking whom he may be able to devour. We have to be watchful. We have to be on alert this thing is real church. This battle is intense. This battle is is not a joke. As we look back at our key verse in Ephesians 6, and we look at the 18th verse, the apostle Paul is repeating the same thing all over again that first Peter said. He's saying praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. He's saying watching therefore with all perseverance. He's telling them we need to be watchful. We have to keep our eyes open. We have to be vigilant. We have to be alert. I'm reminded of Nehemiah when he came back from Jerusalem to rebuild the broken wall. He was attacked from within and without. He won the victory. How? He won by praying and watching. He said in Nehemiah 4 and 9, nevertheless, we made our prayers to our God and because of them, we set a watch against them day and night. Mark 13 and 33 tells us when Jesus spoke of the timing of his return to his disciples, he said, take heed, watch and pray for you do not know the time. He said, be watchful for my return. He was telling his disciples that we have to watch and pray. Mark 14 and 38 says, and when Jesus was entered into the garden of Eden that night to, be- to pray before he was betrayed, He said to his disciples, watch and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. He's uh, emphasizing the importance to us of how important it is to watch and pray, to be vigilant. The spirit indeed is willing, he went on to say, but our flesh is weak. It's so important that we watch and we pray. Our spirit is willing. Our spirit wants the things of God, but we know that our flesh is always weak. The flesh has to be brought under subjection of the Holy Spirit. In that verse, we see that they promptly went to sleep. And I've got to admit that we often do the same. How many times have the enemy just been able to come into our homes and run rush out over us or, or cause or wreak havoc in our life? Or how many of our lives today feel like we in chaos? Why? Because we've fallen asleep on our watch. The Bible says that we need to watch as well as pray. We have to put on the whole arm of God. We have to go and stand firm in, in the power of His. His. His might and not our own pray in the spirit of God. I submit to you today in this time that we now live in, in this lateness of the hour, it is crucial that we remain alert. When we begin to look at the word alert, alert is also a military analogy. When I begin to think about a soldier on duty, uh, that soldier must remain watchful. He must remain watchful for any signs or any infiltration of the enemy. And he must be ready at all times to go into battle. And so must we, we must always be ready to go immediately into prayer. No matter what's coming at us, we can't allow the devil tricks or, or him to be wild us with his tactics. Or remember the Bible says the devil is as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. So he's, he, all he does is a whole lot of roaring trying to scare us trying to take us off course, but we have to be alert. We have to be watchful. It is crucial that we learn the art of spiritual warfare. It's crucial in this day and hour that we learn the tactics of war. It is going to be crucial that we learn how to get before God in prayer and pray in the spirit. We have to learn how to stand in the gap, pray in the spirit for our loved ones. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the power of prayer. Our whole series has been about the power of prayer. What is the power of prayer? The Holy Spirit is that power that's in our prayer. The book of Jude tells us, but you, beloved, build yourself up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our powerful force in prayer. We have to know that it's important that we build ourselves up in the most holy faith. How are we going to build ourselves up? We have to pray in the Spirit. We're building ourselves up in our most holy faith by praying under the unction of the Holy Ghost. We don't know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit makes intercessions for us and it tells us what to pray. I'm reminded of Adrian Rogers. He defined prayer in the spirit like this. He said, the Holy Spirit finds a desire in the heart of the father and speaks it to our hearts. And then we pray it back and the spirit delivers it to the father in the power of the cross. So the Holy Spirit is what finds the desire in the father's heart and tells us in our spirit, what it is that we need to pray. Cause we don't have a clue what we need to pray from day to day. And then we take that prayer and pray it back to the spirit and the spirit delivers it to the father in the power of the cross. So through Jesus Christ, in His name, and the Bible tells us, He said, "In My name, you will be able to do all kind of things. In My name, greater works shall you do." These are the greater works that He's talking about. In the name of Jesus, devils tremble. In the name of it has nothing to do with us, nothing to do with our prayer. But when we get in the Spirit and we connect our spirits with the Spirit of God, with the Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus Christ, the enemy has no choice but to lose ground. The enemy has no choice but to take his tail and run in the midst of the battle. I hope you're hearing me today. This is some very important, some very crucial keys that I'm giving you today towards spiritual warfare. Very important keys that you're going to need if you're going to be on the battlefield of prayer. There are two supernatural events that take place when we pray in the spirit. The first one is the Holy Spirit tells us what to pray. Apart from the spirit, our prayers are limited to our own reasoning, our own thoughts, our own mind, our own desires. We have to seek God to be led by the spirit as we are led by the spirit, he then in returns, settle any issues or any situations or any circumstances that are going on in our hearts. You see, man, look at the outer appearance, but God, he knows our heart. The Holy spirit knows what's going on inside of our being. He knows what's going on inside of our hearts. And we'll say that something is not bothering us. And so we might say that we're not worried about this. We're not worried about the children. I'm not worried about my husband, but the Holy spirit inside of us Know what it is that's bothering us. So when we pray, we have to pray in the Spirit. All we have to do is be still and know that He is God. He's God over every situation, He's God over every circumstance. He is bigger than that. He's bigger than anything that we may go through or anything that we may face in our life. Number two, the second thing we need to know is that the Holy Spirit energizes our prayers. Again, He is the power of our prayer. He gives us strength, He gives us power and conviction. When we're tired, when we're weak, it's only through the power of prayer can our chains be broken. It's only through the power of prayer can yokes be broken. It's only through the power of prayer can your daughter be delivered or your son be delivered, or your husband or your wife be delivered. Only through the power of prayer, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. It cannot be done in yourself. This is not a natural fight. This is not a natural battle. I want you to get this today, church. We cannot fight this battle in the natural. This is a spiritual battle. We have to stand in the gap. I'm reminded Abraham, he stood in the gap for his nephew Lot on his behalf when the angels were assigned to go to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. They were going to destroy everything and everybody in the city. But because Abraham stood in the gap for his nephew, the Lord allowed him and his family to leave the city, those who were willing to leave. I'm reminded that Moses, he stood in the gap on behalf of the children of Israel. And we think about the scripture, the prostitute Rahab, she stood in the gap and saved her entire household. Are you willing to stand in the gap for your loved ones today? Are you willing to sacrifice yourself on the battlefield. A lot of times when you go on the battlefield, there is casualty to war. Hallelujah. You have to sacrifice yourself. You have to be willing to stand in the gap. And when the darts of the arrows are fired, hallelujah, if you have on your whole armor, he won't be able to quench or penetrate through the armor of God. That's why you need your shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the enemy when he begins to shoot them at you. We have to be willing, church, to stand in the gap no matter what the cost. If you see a person who's in pain or suffering, uh, we have to pray for them that Satan might not get their eyes off of the Lord. They'll be able to keep their face turned towards God that he might not be able to devour them in the midst of their trial or the midst of their circumstance. We have to pray that God gives them the healing they need for their body and the rest for their minds and their uh, weary souls that they need that they may be able to stand in their times of trial. If we see someone who is depressed or discouraged, we have to take authority over that depression and discouragement spirit and pray that they put their trust in God for their salvation we have to pray that he would keep them in perfect peace if they keep their mind stayed on them we have to pray that he gives them a peace that surpasses all understanding to get through whatever it is they're going through that's discouraging them we have to pray church prayer is the key church I don't care what we do or where we try to go to get around not fighting this battle there's no way around it prayer is the key if you see a married couple a husband or a wife who's having marital conflicts we have to to bind that spirit of conflict and confusion over their lives. We have to pray that God will bind them with the threefold cord that's not easily broken. We have to pray, saints. We have to pray with all perseverance and all supplication. We have to pray persistently and consistently. We have to pray until prayer changes things. We have to pray and know that prayer is the key to everything and anything that we may be going through in our life. That 18 verse in Ephesians chapter 6 and 18, it concludes by saying that we have to pray with all perseverance and all supplications for all saints. It went on to tell us that we have to be persistent. We have to be consistent. When we look at persistence, persistent means we have to stick to it. We can't quit. Persistent and consistent prayer is what we need. Romans 12 and 12 in the early church, they prayed. They prayed until they saw Peter released from prison. They prayed continuously and they prayed steadfast prayers. Colossians 4 and 12 say, continue earnestly in prayer. Be vigilant in it. Don't stop praying. Prayer is the key to change every situation. To pray with all perseverance doesn't mean that we're trying to force God to do something. Rather, it means that we are so burdened that we can't rest until we get an answer from God that we are praying until we hear from heaven. To pray with all perseverance means to keep praying until we have an answer, until we feel a release from the Holy Spirit in our spirits. I'm telling you today, church, prayer is the battleground for spiritual warfare. We have to stand in the gap. I am so Passionate about this today. I am so overwhelmed in my spirit about this subject today because I'm telling you from the beginning of this series until now, it has been nothing but a battle. The enemy has thrown everything he could throw at me and my family, but I'm telling you today that prayer is the key. I will not back down, I will not give up. I will stay on the battlefield until the day I die. I will pray with all perseverance and supplication, making my prayer be known for all saints for everyone, for my children, for my husband, for my family members, for my friends. I will even pray for my enemy. I will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm going to keep on the whole armor of God that I'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, to stand against his tricks because I know that I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. I know that this is a spiritual warfare and I'm fighting this war against the enemy. I refuse to back down and I know great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Bible tells tells me that whatever I pray. If I pray according to his will, it shall be done. And whatever I bind on earth to be bind in heaven. And whatever I loose on earth to be loosed in heaven. So I bind the works of the enemy today. I take authority of every demonic force, every hindering spirit, everything that's not like God, every weapon that's formed against you today, if you listen to me, shall not prosper. I come against the enemy right now. I put out every stronghold. I thank God for deliverance in your life. You will make it through this. You will not die in this one. The enemy that you see today, you will not see tomorrow. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Stand strong in the power of his might. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. God, we thank you today. We glorify you today for who you are. We magnify your holy name, God. We trust your will, O oh Father. Though you slay us, yet shall we trust you. Quo shout out God, we thank you. We magnify you, God, for you alone are worthy. You're great and mighty. You're strong in battle. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. He is the King of Glory. Whoa! Shout out, Abosah. God, we trust you. We believe your word. We seek your face, oh, Father. We thank you, oh, God, for teaching us, oh, God, how to fight. We thank you for teaching us, oh, God, the art of warfare, oh, God. We thank you, oh, God, for letting us know, God, the power of prayer, oh, God, which is your Holy Spirit, oh, God. Now, we pray today, God, that you would just be with your people, God. Strengthen them, oh, Father, through this battle, oh, God. Let them know that you'll never leave them nor forsake them, O God, that you are with them no matter where they go, O Father, that they trust you with their whole heart, O God, that you shall direct their path. God, we thank you and we praise you. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray, amen. I do pray that you have enjoyed our five-part series on the Power Prayer. We do thank each and every one of you who have taken time out of your busy lives to follow this podcast. We thank you so much for listening to each and every part. Part one, prayer is the key. Part two, prayer changes things. Part three, persistent and consistent prayer. Part four, praying in the spirit. And today we conclude it with prayer is the battleground, spiritual warfare, standing in the gap. We want you to know that we here at Yasha Ministry appreciate you. We want you to go to our Facebook page if you have not done so and be a part of our Facebook family at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. Again, we do give away prizes from time to time for your supporting us. And in order to support this ministry, all we want is for you to listen, like, comment and share. And by doing so, your name will go into a drawing when we have our next supporters giveaway. Always remember that no matter what it is you're going through, that prayer is the key. So don't forget to plug in to the power of prayer. Once again, thank you for joining us on our Less us podcast. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until the next time, have a blessed day. And as Elder Walker said last week, don't forget to pray, pray, pray.